Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It's great to be with you here recapping episode four of Katie's season. We have a very special guest. Trista Sutter is on recapping with us today to continue the Bachelorette recap series. But first, I want to ask Ben, how's your week been? Oh. How you doing, my friend? Uh Holding in there. Uh, yeah, Trista's going to be on. I uh, 
actually at a, a later date here, uh, I want to be on Trista's podcast. I did an interview with her earlier about uh, just kind of the emotions and the the mental state of, uh, you know, of my life and of Trista's life and so many other lives. Uh, so go listen to that. But Ashley, I have a weird thing I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get like my weird motivational like speaker hat on, which I'm not good at. But I was watching something today. You're actually very good at it. So well, this one might not make humble. sense. So if if it doesn't make sense, will you just laugh at me? Uh, because mm-hmm. I'm sitting at, uh, I'm, I'm back in Indiana. I came to Indiana this weekend uh, with Jessica. She's now uh, back in Denver to work for a few days before she comes back uh, for the 4th of July. Uh, but I came here for my cousin Charles's wedding. Uh, he got married to the love of his life. They've been dating for years. It was a beautiful ceremony in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, just an incredible wedding where I realized I cried multiple times, uh, mostly because the father-daughter dance, which I credit your father-daughter dance also. Um, Thanks. They get me. I don't know what it is, but those things really get me. Um, <laughs> Wait till November. But I'm sitting on the lake today doing this podcast, and there is a... My parents uh, really don't like it when geese get in their yard. It's something that they, like, despise because the geese poop everywhere. They eat, you know, the grass up. And so they put these, like, streamers. It's like a very thin piece of rope around the uh, seawall. It's, like, so thin. You can, like, you can barely see it. It's, like... But it's, like, colorful. And they put it around the whole seawall. Uh, and they decorate it like red, red, white, and blue, I think. Oh, just, cute. Yeah. Um, but the geese, I'm watching the geese like try to come up and they, they like come up to the edge and all they'd have to do is step over it and they would have this whole yard in front of them and they'd have like access to everything that my parents are keeping them out of. But yet they get up to it and they just get scared. Like they don't step over it. They, they could, they're, they're, they're tall enough. Uh, it's just <laughs> one string. And they just decide to stay on the other side. And as I was talking to Trista today, and maybe somebody out there can hear this, I'm wondering in my own life and in all of our lives, like what is that thing that in, that's standing in front of us that like we just won't step through because like we feel like it's daunting or we feel like it's impossible or we feel like it's scary. And if we did it, like maybe, just maybe, there's this whole new thing on the other side. Um, and maybe it's just like a little streamer that might not be fun to step over. Like it might take a little bit more work. Uh, it might be a little more difficult, but when we do it, we're going to realize it was, it was worth it. Um, so anyways, that's on my mind right now as I enter into okay, the podcast. Well, I, don't, I don't think that's silly at all. I think that's actually like a really great thing to think about. Yeah. I can't think about what that thing would be for me, but I'm sure there's something and I'm sure almost everybody has something. It's just interesting. Yeah. So anyways, that's my, uh, uh, the other day on a podcast, I was asked like, what's my philosophy on life? So right now it's step over the streamer. And with that, we're here at the Almost Famous Podcast. Super pumped to talk to you all. And yes, Trista Setter is coming on the original Bachelorette, the possibly the greatest of all time. It'd be hard to argue that she's not considering she started this whole thing out. Also, one of the catalysts and leaders to the the thing that we found out about that I think is still supposed to be a secret, but we're not going to allow it to be on the Almost Famous podcast, the text thread with all of the past bachelorettes on one thread. She's coming on the breakdown this week's episode. But before we do, let's take a quick break. We come back with the Almost Famous podcast. <laughs> Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. 
Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. 
dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Ashley, there is one story I forgot to tell you about by uh, my wedding week. Can you want to hear it? Yeah. It just makes me smile. Just a sweet story before we bring on Trista Sutter. About your wedding weekend. Or well, about this about weekend. The, the oh, last... this, oh, this weekend that you went to a wedding. As, as I said, beautiful uh, wedding. Awesome. Well, my grandmother, who's 81 years old, um, who... Honestly, it, that's pretty young for a grandmother these days. I, I, she is. She looks good. For her age. Looks good. Yeah. Just a beautiful human and... Uh, she is now my only um, surviving grandparent, which is super yeah. weird to say because for years of my life, I kind of had like the lucky one where I was like, I had all four. Um, um, my grandmother just turned my one surviving grandmother who has been for a while now, uh, just turned 98 this week. Holy moly. Yeah. That's a, so that's why 81 sounds young. Yeah. Well, um, it, she uh, she got to j- dance with all of her grand uh, sons. So all, there's the three of us that were there, uh, and she danced with my the one that was getting married to a sweet song that was her. He played it because it was my grandmother and my grandfather's song when they were married. My grandfather had written her a letter oh. back in the day, uh, Moon River, which has been covered by uh, Frank Ocean recently, um, but it used to be mm-hmm. sang by Andy Williams way back in the day. Yeah. And she, uh, so he knew that and he played it because my grandfather had written her a letter and said, Hey, uh, if you haven't heard Moon River yet, I want you to listen to it because it's a song about us. And so she bought the record. And now, uh, since he's passed away uh, due to Parkinson's, uh, my cousin got to dance with her to it at his wedding, which is just so special. And then so my, sweet. my other cousin grabbed her for a slow dance. Well, at that point, I wasn't really paying attention. She comes up to me, she goes, I've danced with all my grandsons except you. And I was like, Grandma, we need to dance together then. I said, let's dance the next song. So we get out on the dance floor, and she puts her arms around my neck, like, you know, like you, oh, just a, the, the sweetest thing. And we're dancing. We're getting ready for the song to play. Guess what song oh comes on? <laughs> like something totally inappropriate. Wobble. 
<laughs> wobble like a wobble. You know that like wobble <laughs> song? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And she lets loose. Her arms start flailing. Her knees start going back and forth. And all of a sudden, she hugs me. And she goes, I can't dance this fast for too long. So that was our dance at the wedding. Aww. But if there's a video of that out there, and I know my That's aunt so cute. whose son got married listens to this podcast. If she has a video of us dancing the wobble that she finds, please send it along because that is a memory worth keeping forever. Well, anyways, hey. Uh, story time with Ben is over. We have a bachelor breakdown of this week's episode to do with the one and only Trista Sutter. Let's bring her on. Hey, Trista. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Where are you uh, recording at now? In my bedroom. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, Vail, I mean, well, near Vail, Colorado. I mean, it's the writing's <laughs> on my hat. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I I don't want to like just like cut through the pleasantries but this is like pretty big news in your life you guys recently found out that ryan your husband of oh my gosh almost 20 years huh we're, we're getting close we're getting close almost. Yeah. um you guys found out that he had lyme disease after like not knowing what he had for over a year that was causing him bad health yeah so how how are you guys dealing with this how do you feel like is it relieving or are you guys upset because, you know, Lyme disease is something that he'll probably always will always be part of his life now? You know, <laughs> it's kind of um, piggybacks on my conversation that I just had with Ben for my podcast. But um, I, I try to look at the positive and there there is definitely it's definitely a good thing to have answers. So. I'm very thankful that we have answers because not knowing is so, so, so difficult. And through the process and kind of sharing that he was going through something, so many people have reached out to us and are in the exact same situation. They have no idea what's going on with them, a loved one, you know, a friend, whatever. And it is, it is, it honestly is a pandemic in this country. In my mind, it's a huge pandemic that so many people don't know what's going on. And then to get a diagnosis like Lyme and mold and EBV and, and possibly COVID long hauler, that diagnosis, those answers actually come with so many more questions that even though we found out part of it and and yes, I am thankful and grateful for that. It's, it's actually difficult. I mean, he's not feeling great today. Um, and he has his up days and down days, but Lyme is so like out there still Western medicine doesn't fully buy into it. I feel like, and there we've talked to some people who have experienced it for years and years and years. And there are so many different treatments for it. And not everyone has the same success with one certain treatment. So the treatments are different. It's very um, uh, unique to every person, how you find relief from this. Um, And yes, it will be a lifetime diagnosis that he'll have to, um, deal with, but it is, it is difficult in that there's not like one medication that he can take. There's not surgery that he can do. Um, so that's hard. I thank you for asking. Um, it's, it's been, 
it's been hard um, to see him struggle because he is such a strong human in general. Um, but he doesn't share that with everyone. And uh, so it's, it's just hard to see the person that you love most in the world feeling like crap. He, uh, you know? we were, Tristan and I were able to talk and actually we've talked about on the podcast before because we thought it was important, but you know, my best friend in Denver, uh, was diagnosed with Lyme seven months ago. Uh, my aunt was diagnosed with Lyme two years ago. I have a friend from my church that is now bedridden because of Lyme. My aunt is still struggling with it. In fact, she could really not have a, even a full glass of wine at her son's wedding because it causes mm. a flare up. And then, yeah. Which is, you know, a, side, a small thing, but a huge thing when you think about that controlling your life. And then my my best friend, he's 36 years old. He's a incredibly healthy guy. He's lost 30 pounds. He can no longer get a clear sentence spoken. It sounds like he, um, he can't process his words. And his fiance uh, has openly reached out. And I don't think she'd mind me sharing this, but she said, I'm really struggling because I, we don't know when this ends. We don't know where this goes. Uh, and he's withering away. And, and so I think it's a great thing to talk about because especially with Ryan, I mean, I remember when I first met Ryan, Trista, I came to your guys' house in Vail. You invited a, a group of us over and we came up and we were hanging out and Ryan was getting ready for the time to run like a bajillion miles up a mountain. I forget what it was. <laughs> it was like the stupidest amount. It was of, lead man. Yeah. I think. It was a hundred yeah. mile run up a mountain, down a mountain and around a mountain and then back up. It, it was the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. And then, um, you know, he's a professional, former professional football player. He's a fireman. And I mean, this is debilitating at times. Like it, it, yeah. it can crush the best of us. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sucks. I mean, um, we've talked about, you know, your friend and I do, I feel grateful that he is among kind of one of the lucky ones with Lyme disease in that he hasn't lost the ability to speak. He hasn't lost the ability to walk. He hasn't lost the ability to use his arms. I mean, we have a good friend, um, one of my close friends here who got bit by a, by a tick or, or it actually can be transmitted by a spider as well. Um, and she got bit, she saw the target rash and immediately, um, like, they were on it called the doctor got her on antibiotics. But when she first felt or saw the rash, um, she remembers holding her daughter who I think was like a year old at the time. And, and all of a sudden she was like, you have to take the baby like to her husband. And he took her daughter and uh, like immediately her arms stopped working. Like she mm. couldn't use her arms. So I feel lucky in the fact that, he it's it's in certain parts of his body we know that probably in his ankle like he's got a bad knee it's probably residing in those but I don't know I mean he has brain fog occasionally and the the fatigue is unbearable sometimes for him but I do truly do I do feel lucky that it's not as severe as some people that we're hearing and, and also we know people who have been to looking for a diagnosis for 14, yeah. 10, 14 years, you know, like it took us a year, which was a long time. And it still is something that he's, he's dealing with, you know, once we figured it out, it wasn't like it automatically went away because like I said, it's not like you just ought, you take one med, um, 
and it's gone. Uh, so anyway, yeah. It, I have a couple of questions. Um, okay. So they, of, of course, usually come from tick bites. Does he remember ever having the bite? So what our doctor, his doctor thinks happened was this happened a really long time ago or a long time ago. So as you guys know, we live in Colorado. He does. A, I mean, his religion, as, as he said, is the outdoors. Mm-hmm. He's always outdoors. He's always mountain biking. We camp a lot. Um, he goes um, backpacking with the kids a lot. And he does remember a couple instances in his life being bitten by a tick. So it's happened before, but like I said, the doctor has said, and I don't know that this is like common knowledge. I mean, I didn't know it. Um, but you can get infected by a spider as well. And we live in, even though there are some doctors who don't think that the ticks in Colorado carry Lyme disease. Um, we have deer roaming our neighborhood. I mean, they're they're always in our backyard and they carry the ticks. So I don't know how you can say that, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, ticks aren't in Colorado. Like, what does it cut off right at the state line? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. So yes, answer to answer your question, he has been bitten before, but never seen like there's a target rash or a bullseye rash that appears. Um with Lyme disease. So if you're one of the lucky ones and you actually see that bullseye rash, like our friend, like I just said, that's a good thing because then you can immediately go and get antibiotics. But for him, we don't know when that, that happened. Isn't it weird that like we go out in the summer and we put bug spray on to not get mosquito bites, but we don't think about like tick spray or anything like that. And that can really cause lifelong effects. I know. It's really interesting. And I really hope there have been quite a few uh, pretty prominent names like Justin Bieber, Alec Baldwin, who have recently come out and said that they have Lyme disease as well. And so the hope is, and we want to do anything we can to spread the word about it, that it it is a true illness. You know, it's not something that Western medicine can just brush under the rug. It is something that people struggle with daily in this country, in this world, And so we want to be able to spread the word, but yeah, you're right. Maybe hopefully soon. Um, I, I know that it's all about research. And so we're, our hope is that we can get involved, um, in that way to help raise funds for research so that more people can find, um, relief from their symptoms. Well, Trista, um, Thank you for sharing all this. And I hope that when you do find the avenues to donate and that we can support that the whole Almost Famous listener group would love to get behind you. Um, But there's always something within this. And then I'm learning a lot more recently when a spouse or loved one is going through this, we focus on them. Um, But we're here to focus on you today. And the question is, how are you doing and how are you holding up? You are awesome for asking that question. Um, When we found out that he had Lyme, we were talking to a friend who has a wife with Lyme and he mentioned, you know, how it's always about her and she's been struggling with it for a long time. And, and we, so we work with an organization called First Descents. They do um, outdoor adventure therapy for young adults with cancer and they, actually started doing camps for 
um, the caretakers for the people who have cancer. And, and I always loved that. I loved that they, that they focus their energies as well on the people who, um, who struggle. I, I, it's been hard. Um, sorry. Um, and not because I want any attention on me because I want him to be better. I want him to wake up feeling great. I want him to be able to, um, spend time with our family and, and make memories. And when you don't feel good, it just takes away from life, you know? And, and so I'm, I'm not doing great. Um, and not just about him, you know, we talked a lot about it on my podcast, Ben. Um, I, I've, I've been struggling for sure. And I don't know if it was, if it's been COVID or, um, all that Ryan has been dealing with and dealing with insurance companies and doctors and, and then just life and trying to be happy for my kids, you know, they're 12 and 13 and they're relatively independent, but I want them to have a great summer and for them to have a great school year. So my focus has to be on them. Um, but it's been a, a really weird year, you know, I know for pretty much the whole planet, but, um, it's, it's, it's been hard. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, thank you for being so vulnerable with the, us. The podcast episode and, and now's a great time to talk about it. I don't know when it's going to come out, Trista, you know, better than it me. Will, it will come out next week, actually Tuesday. So Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so uh, Tristan and I got to talk a lot about where we're at in life, and Ashley knows a lot about where I'm at in life. Uh, Ashley and I were able to speak uh, just through the phone, I don't know, two weeks ago, kind of about um, my transitions in life and the things I'm experiencing and feeling. And then it was, uh, you know, Tristan had reached out uh, maybe a month ago and said, hey, uh, would you want to come on my podcast? And I said, yeah, let's do it. And then it finally just worked out where this week was the week that we were able to make it happen. And it was, in my opinion, as I sat here for the last hour since we recorded it, it was an incredible time because you and I were able to just speak to each other from a place of both just right now, like disorientation and confusion and a little, um, feeling a little sad. And, uh, and, and so it, I just recommend anybody listening to it that just wants to maybe feel like they're less alone um, during this season. So yeah, please go listen to, uh, Trista's podcast, uh, next Tuesday. It'll be out everywhere. You listen to podcast. And Trista, Trista, one little moment of light is that Ryan did graduate from the fire Academy this, this week. Yeah. He did. uh, Well, it's actually, it happened. I want to say in April, it's been a while, but because of COVID, they weren't able to, you know, really celebrate it. So, so they waited, but it was still great to have a really, a formal ceremony. They got dressed up in their class A's as they're called. Um, and they had the chief of the department speaking and it was just really special. I mean, I love a celebration. I'm all about birthdays and anniversaries and, and I, 
I'm so happy that we finally got to celebrate him and his class. I mean, obviously he's been a firefighter for, yeah. he was a firefighter for 17 years with Vail and then took a year break and then went back to Vail and then got the chance to go um, work with the Denver fire department. And he just wanted more of a challenge. Um, and I'm really, really proud of him. So how does that work? You have to get like relicensed and go through the courses all over again. If you're going to a new city. It depends on where you're going. So for him, he just missed a lateral, a lateral transfer, which would have meant like he was a lieutenant with the Vail Fire Department. He just missed it by, I think, like a month. So he could have laterally transferred and been a lieutenant with the Denver Fire Department. But because of timing um, and his certifications, he had to start over. So he was basically in an academy with... 20, 30 year olds. Um, there were a couple older people, but one big reason that I'm really proud of him is he finished second in his class, which he's 46 years old. And it, it is really grueling. I talked Mm -hmm. to somebody who said that the Denver fire department is, um, like harder than the FBI or something like something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. And I believe it because of, you know, the things that he told me while he was going through it, but yeah, he, he had to start over again, but he was willing to do that just because he he wanted more challenge. He wants to continuously um, improve and better himself. And that happens through challenge. And so anyway, we're really proud of him. So, uh, and I'm going to miss this. Are you guys moving? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, That's you guys are going to live in the same town. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, now is kind of an exception. Um, he is battling an injury on his ankle that happened at the department. Um, but before he was battling this injury, so now he's on light duty, which means that he's working um, in Denver during the week, uh, which is hard too because I'm like a single parent again. Um, but if, if it was like a month ago, he would be working at one of the stations in Denver and he works out a trade situation with one of the guys there. So he ends up only working like seven days a month, which uh-huh. is great. I mean, they're 24 hour days, but right. yeah. Trista, we'd yeah. love to have you in Denver. Denver's calling your name. It's uh, a good I place. mean, it's, it, it, I'm not going to lie. We've been looking at houses. So. Oh, I hear, yeah. I hear golden is a terrific place <laughs> and, and there's free babysitting available in Denver and golden. It's right. just, <laughs> it's just really weird no, uh, thing. And they vice have. versa. So when the babies come for you, mm-hmm. then I'll have the babysitters for you. That's I was right. Gonna say, at 12 and 13, do you have babysitters anymore? It's like that weird time. Yeah. I mean, like, I think we started staying home alone around 12. Yeah. Like been, for date nights from his parents. Yeah. I think around 10 or 11, we yeah. started it um, just like short periods of time, yeah. but now they can stay home alone. Yeah. And they're good. Yeah. I mean, they're just like good kids. Like I've, you know, they are, they they are. are. they're good kids. Well, uh, Trista, before we dive into breaking down um, this week's episode, um, what big projects do you have going on in your life that you want to talk about here? I would love for you to give one more shout out about your podcast, because I do think it is something special. Thank you. Um, well, obviously the podcast is called Better Etc. And I wanted to do something, you know, good, um, put out some positive energy into the world and also into my life. Because of course, while I'm doing the interviews, I get to learn lots and lots from my guests. So Better Etc. It's been really fun. As I shared with Ben, uh, I'm 
I don't know if this first season is going to continue into a second. I'm going to take the rest of the summer after next week. I'm going to actually interview Ryan for a little um, update on his health. Um, And that will be in two weeks on the podcast. So after that, I'm going to take a little break. That will be the end of the first season. And then um, I'm going to just have a little come to Jesus and see if, if it's something that I really want to dedicate my time to, because I know you guys know it's a lot of work. Um, and I, I just need to really figure out if I want to continue it. I really have loved it. And I hope that people who listen have loved it, but, um, we'll see. Um, and that's really all, I mean, I'm on Instagram at Trista Sutter and I have, Oh, like you, Ashley, I don't know if you do them, Ben, but I've been doing the Amazon live streams, which I'm loving. They are so fun. I love, I mean, I am an Amazon freak because when you live (laughs) where I live, you don't have like a target or a Macy's or a whatever to go to. You have Amazon. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So I literally, we buy everything on Amazon. So I've been doing, you know, the live streams. So I have a storefront on Amazon. Is there a, uh, a theme that you like talking about the most? Do you know, I haven't done that many. The first one I did was for Father's Day and that was awesome, of course. Um, I'm doing a beauty like skincare. I get lots of questions as I'm sh- I know you do too. Um, mm-hmm. Your, your highs and lows with you- skincare, Ashley. Um, oh, yeah. But, um, to me. I was like, yeah, so- <laughs> I do. <laughs> but um, beauty and skincare and then like kids gifts. Like mm-hmm. I always want to know what to get different ages and the tween age is where I'm at with Blakesley especially and Max. So I'm really enjoying just kind of researching all of that stuff and giving people tips on, you know, what they can get for these different categories. I'm all about organization. So the organization part of it really <laughs> is fun for me, like just on the storefront itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun. So tween gifts it. are hard, right? Cause it's so easy to shop for kids, but then they get to be that age and you're like, what are they into anymore? So they even I like playing with things. I know. And I give gift gift cards to everybody because mm-hmm. I don't know. And I yeah. don't want to get something that they already have. Mm-hmm. So um, this has been really fun because I can kind of organize and research on Amazon what, you know, because they always do the like people buy this with this, you know, the recommended right. purchases, uh, you know, with. Um, so that's been it's it's that's a really fun little um, project for me. Nice. Trista All Sutter, right. you're somebody special. We cannot wait to break down this week's episode with you. It is going <laughs> to be fantastic. We're going to dive into all the hard questions like this. Trista like Katie. Does she ever talk to Katie? Has she ever talked to Katie? And what does she think of this week's episode right after the break? Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. 
Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. 
Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. love witty sarcasm and talking fast and are you longing to return to stars hollow for one more trip to kim's antiques or just to pick up a few things at dozy's market is an overnight stay at the dragonfly and on your list of plans for a getaway is a burger from luke's diner on the menu for tonight this is scott patterson i was luke danes for 153 episodes and in four netflix movies i am all in an iheart radio podcast come hang with us we're re-watching together we're visiting with all our favorite cast and crew members, we talk fast. We've got a lot to say. Listen to I Am All In wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, let's start with one of Ben's questions. Have you spoken to Katie outside of the Bachelorette group chat? I was just going to say that was going to be my go-to. Um, so yes, we have our bachelorette group chat and yes, you know, as a group, we've talked to each other, um, which Mm -hmm. I love by the way. Um, part of my struggle is kind of feeling, uh, trying to, uh, deal with the fact that I feel like an old washed up bachelorette. (laughs) So Nobody ever thinks about you that way. Oh, you're, I mean, thank you. But, um, so the bachelorette group text, you know, kind of gives me life and I love, I love being able to add the, you know, anybody new who comes along, which we do every time. Um, and it will be exciting to be able to add Michelle. Isn't it Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming up here soon. Um, I did, I DM'd her. We haven't talked after, um, outside of all of this and my DMs, but I DM'd her when everything went down on the last season of The Bachelor, when she stood up for Sarah. And I just felt like, thank you for putting yourself out there and standing up for the person that you felt like was being treated unfairly. I just, I thought that was really awesome of her to do. And, and, and I like supporting, you know, those kind of people. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's the only connection that I've had to her thus far. What's your overall vibe of this season? Ben and I really like it. I do too. I do too. Um, I love that she's kind of like the girl next door. Um, the uh, real raw person who who ended up, I mean, share, the part where she shared about her sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like so many people can relate to her, mm-hmm. including me. And that's why I'm really loving her. 
She's uh she's been incredibly uh you're right. Like the girl next door in the best of ways too. Like she's yeah, exactly. she's like relatable. You watch her and you're like, "Okay, if my best girlfriend who I know goes on the show like I believe she would handle stuff this way." Right. Um she's and she's allowing us into the relationships. Like she's asking the right questions. Um, she's digging in a bit with these guys, which I think has allowed us to get to know the guys better. She, yeah, and I think that's also a sign that she's ready for a relationship. Like for years, you know, yeah. even on The Bachelor, we had like leads who were like, "Do you really ready for a relationship? Like, this is really totally. something that you're into because you're not <laughs> a asking any years in a row." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're not asking any questions, and you're not digging in, and you're not even like entering into the hard stuff. You're just kind of like there. And with you're her, just kissing everybody. You're just kissing. Yeah. And like with Katie, it's like, no, you, you, we can tell that you're into this. Like this is yeah. this you're committed to this, which, which I've enjoyed. There's Same. a, there's a lot of substance, you know, there's a lot of emotion and we're only four weeks in. I will say that this episode is probably my least favorite of the episodes, but that's just because I felt like there was so much unnecessary, unnecessary, overblown drama with thomas Ooh, but take. let's uh, let's get to that after because i want to go in chronological order even though there's not much besides the i like finished the episode and i'm like wait a second what happened right oh, there was one group date and then thomas drama there wasn't a one-on-one -on -one, there wasn't a second group date so, so true. first group date real fun a continuation of like the theme that I think that they've been doing such a good job with this season. And that is group dates that tell us about the guy's personality. It's like silly, you know, whatever you want to call it, scavenger hunt or like truth or dare. And they're, they're just getting along really well. The guys are like paired off. We get to see them eat, speak little dirty nothings to that big ear with the speaker attached. It's just fun. We're getting to know them. Yeah. Uh, anything that stood out to you there, except, because the only thing that's standing out to me here is that, like, I'm I'm a little bizarred out as to why Andrew keeps speaking in the British accent. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's like, it sounds oh, great. It sounds really good. But, like, I'm like, wait a second. Is it real? Oh, no, it's not real. And he's used it twice already in the scene. Yeah. I literally did the same thing. I was like, wait, do I, who's that guy? Is there and another like, guy? Oh, yeah, I was like... Is that Andrew or is that another guy? And I'm forgetting about him. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, I I thought it was, it's really fun. I I love the the depth of the conversations that have been in the past. And, you know, especially the in the scene with Nick, the group date with Nick. Um, mm -hmm. I really love the depth. I I do like that this season. I what stood out about this episode to me even though I don't think they spent, well, they didn't spend a lot of time on it is Blake coming back. Yeah. And, and I really like him. I agree with you wholeheartedly about the Thomas drama. I just, it just drives me crazy when they focus on that kind of drama, because I really do want to see the development of the relationships over every, over anything. I know that they have to, we all know this from mm -hmm. being on the show. They have to input the drama and continue to ride that wave. But I just, I just can't stand it in some instances. And this is one of them. This is one of them because it just, see, it's so forced. There yeah. was no other drama apparently going on right. so they just really clung on to this yeah. so it's so it gets brought up again at the group date 
a cocktail party. Um, and that was the argument between Trey and Andrew. And I honestly saw both sides of this. I wanted to just be on Andrew's side. And Andrew was like, you guys like focus on your own relationship. Mm -hmm. Let her figure everything out. And then Trey was like, are you kidding? I have to protect her from like bad people. And when he said that, I was like, I was like, yes and no. I was like, I guess, but I, mm-hmm. but I want to be fully on Andrew's side here. And then Trey was like, what if she found out that you knew and you didn't say anything? And uh-huh. I'm like, Andrew just seems like the kind of person who's like seen this show before and knows that titling doesn't always go over well or doesn't benefit your own relationship. True. Um, but then look at, look at Trey got the rose for, for talking about it. Yeah. Um, Katie seems to be a bachelorette that really does appreciate being told about what's going on in the house. But I think just we talked about this a lot last week. These guys like really think it's Survivor or something and they can vote. The, they can vote the guy they don't like out every week. No kidding. Like, where did that ever come from? And the whole like game mentality with Carl and, you yeah. know, I'm just... Uh, okay, I'm in the game or whatever. I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, I get it that people, we have called it a game, you know, over the years, but to me, it it really isn't a game. I, I want them to be able to like, you know, fight hard for love, but that really turned me off. Um, and I, I have to say, Ashley, I totally agree with you. I was drawn between both of them Mm -hmm. because I do, I do think that, telling I've all whenever I watch the show I'm like just tell her but in the same regard I think Andrew has a great point that if you tell her something's going to happen and time is going to be taken away from us and it was like at the rose ceremony he was like this is exactly what I was worried about Mm -hmm. I didn't want to miss out on time with her and that's exactly what's happening because of all this drama with Thomas you guys are right like there's very little amount of strategy involved in this show like you can't go into it going this is my strategy to win one that's manipulative it's weird it's awkward like yes you can have strategy in when you talk and what you say and don't say and how you present like that's fine you know but ultimately like if you're going to win this thing based on how you've planned to win it that's messed up from a lot of different reasons i i want to ask the question to the listeners in this moment uh because we're going to share our opinions but your opinion always matters to us and always gives us a different perspective. Like, were you angry at Thomas here? Did you find what he did to be incredibly wrong? Uh, Or was this an overplayed dramatic event that was just the highlight of the episode and they needed, like, everybody wanted to make it something because all the contestants, they were like, hey, everybody here gets along and these guys are great and we need to figure out which one can go. I have a... I, I, I don't love that he was pushed aside because he had thoughts of being the bachelor. I think, you know, all three of us have done this show. If I I would say when I went on the bachelorette, not only was I just excited for the opportunity, I was excited for what it was going to mean for my life. Like Mm -hmm. that I had a story to tell that I had maybe love was involved in that. Maybe it wasn't. And if it wasn't, then like maybe I just get to meet cool people and, you know, tell my friends and family I was on the show at one point in my life. Um, and I, and I wonder, I just think also, though, to give a little criticism to Thomas, I think he was really bad at explaining himself. I think his biggest mistake here was that he continued to fall back into this sales pitchy, like, response to things, and it never came off genuine, when all he had yeah. to say was, 
like something authentic. It just never felt like he was really explaining himself. It felt like he was just missing the mark there, which might be the reason why finally he just kind of blew up in his face. Yeah, I think you're totally dead on with that in that she w- they would ask him a question, where, whether it was the guys or Katie. I mean, she at one point said, um, I need an answer. You know, didn't she say like, no, that's not what I asked mm-hmm. you. Um, like, give me clarification. I'm asking you, did you want to be the bachelor? And I get it in, in terms of like the mentality. Like, it seems like she's saying, if you aren't coming here for love and that's it, then you can leave. Um, what I think is, what, what I think I would love to have kind of counseled her on is there are going to be people here. Let's be realistic that come here and think, yeah, I would love to fall in love, but if that doesn't happen and I have this platform that I can use for good or, you know, whatever, that can be a good thing. I don't personally like the people who go on the show just to be famous, you know, like you can smell that. Um, and I don't like it, but let's be honest. Like there are people who come on the show and they're like, I'm going to have this platform and I want to be able to use it. And if it's for something good, great. Um, if they want to just, you know, become more famous, I, I just, I don't like it. And I think that Katie doesn't, she thought it's like a black and white thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if he's coming on the show thinking that he wants to be the next bachelor, then that's telling me that he is not here for love. But I think that there can be both, Mm -hmm. you know, you can come on the show and be realistic and think, you know, if it doesn't happen for us, then it would be fun to be the bachelor. I'm going to be honest. But, um, I think she was thinking very black and white about it. And I think the guys were too. Yeah. I think that was so perfectly put. You took the words out of my mouth. Uh, like I say all the time, broken record here. You should always, you shouldn't be signing up for the show unless like you're marriage oriented, relationship ready and wanting to find fall in love. But (laughs) that doesn't have to be the only reason you sign up for the show. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's so crazy to think (laughs) that this guy last week in a moment in which he was supposed to be vulnerable and talk about his own red flags, he admitted that he was there. Mm. He signed up initially for like a platform. He was being super honest. Yeah. And then he's totally plummeted because of that honesty. And it's just like everyone who's been on the show before you, me, Ben, we're thinking like, these thoughts have crossed everyone's mind. So that's why it's super infuriating. Okay, fine. Maybe I'm a little bit too heated over it. But I think it's <laughs> it's very frustrating to watch these guys gang up on Thomas for something that you just know has been in their head as well. Yeah. And it's I almost wish that like Caitlin and Tasha would have like made a joke about it because I could see Caitlin making a joke about it. I could too, yeah. Right? About like she's like, well, there was a certain point where I started to think, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, and also like just going on the show to have fun because that's what I feel like a lot of people do. They think this is a cool experience. It's a once in a lifetime thing. And if I fall in love, bonus, you know? Um, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for just looking at it realistically instead of, you know, 
coming after him if that was his mo and that's the only reason he came on the show and he's not open to love then that's one thing but yeah i think that he's open to it he just like you said ben he had a horrible way of expressing that i wonder if there's more behind the scenes too like there because a lot of the guys when he would talk were saying things like oh you know of course this is what thomas would say and Oh yeah, here 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 he goes again. Like I just wonder if they knew more than what we are seeing and that's why they were all so up in arms about it because right. I would have a hard time believing that if all of them were honest with themselves that not one other person in that room would have stood up and been like, "Yeah, you know what? Like I thought that too." Like I was like feeling the same way. So like maybe we should be like there had to be more. And if so, we just never saw it because he <laughs> obviously got let go. It can in yeah. the midst of all of this I need to bring out um, somebody that is now going to take the trophy as the best of something of all time on this show. And I'm going to give it, I'm going to okay. give it out and everybody's going to agree with me because they have to. And I hold the mic. We have a man. I don't know his name. We have a guy this season who makes the best facial expressions of all time on the franchise. I don't know his no. name. A hundred percent. He does. The guy with the, the guy that opens up his eyes, who rolls his eyes. Oh, Justin. Yeah, okay. He's good. Justin. Yeah, that's good. Justin. His sure. facial expressions. If just watch. And I'm sure oh, yeah. memes are gonna be put out. Like that guy, he my dad does this thing where like when he like wants to be funny, he opens his eyes real big and it's just like it doesn't fit. It's just like a little awkward, and you're kinda like, why are your eyes so like why are your eyes open so big? Justin does the same thing, like the exact that's- same thing and uh and i'm gonna give him the reward award i know we've had some good ones but i'm gonna give it to him okay i have one more thing to say about thomas before we move on okay actually i have a couple more things one all the guys kept saying he was like manipulative and i'm like was he manipulative or he's is he a sweet talking guy who's like a little too suave for his own good and Mm. he like he he speaks like a lot of bullshit you know, it's like, it's like a lot of bleh, flowery like talk, right? Yeah, mm. politician, right? Who also said he wanted to be the bachelor because I didn't see anything where he was like trying to manipulate the other men. They were like, he manipulated me. I'm like, what? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's a it's a fine line because you sit down with a guy and he's like honest with you and you feel like you have a good connection with him and you feel like you can be vulnerable around him and all this stuff and then. May, I mean, like I said, maybe there's more than we're not seeing here because he obviously burnt some bridges and like yeah. he had a whole group of good dudes like angry at him. Like not one dude yeah. in that house stood up for him. Not one. No. Other no. than other, you know, other than kind of saying, hey, like, why are you telling Katie? This is just going to take time away from me. It wasn't really standing up for for him at all. So there had yeah. to be more to it. That's my assumption at this point um, that we just didn't see. Yeah, okay. I, I, you you can always assume that. Yeah, because you know that yeah. like ninety percent of the show or whatever it is ends up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there's more to it. And then going off that, the way that Katie dumps him at the end during the rose ceremony, thinking that he's getting the final rose, and then she's just like you're disgusting leave and i'm like oh my god i feel bad for this guy i can't believe this is happening i did too that was a big moment that was that was a big moment can i ask you a question though she had that final rose she never gave it out she didn't give it to anyone i wanted it to go to christian i think christian's so cute i don't know where he's been i don't know why she didn't like him 
She well, never I ended up getting like, out, right? I'm not going to give it to Thomas, but what the hell? Give it to somebody. I yeah. think she figuratively gives it to Blake, which is why she goes to his room afterward. You're right. uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ashley, you're good. so good at this show. Wow. Stop. <laughs> you're so good at this. That Stop. makes sense. Well, the funny, not, not the funny part. I don't know if it's sad or funny. The show ends after the final rose and the guys get released. There was two dudes there I had never seen before. Is that just me? Yeah. I thought I've watched every episode, but the one guy says goodbye to her. I was like, I have not seen your face one time in four episodes. <laughs> to me all the time yeah. and then i have to say as you get older it will happen to you more and more oh, that, that just means i'm aging good well that's cool <laughs> okay i guess let's talk about blake now before we let trista go after she's been on with us for so long and we are so grateful for you how do we feel blake's getting like how far is he going is this connection real i think that possibly because I think if you had asked me a couple weeks ago, I would have thought that Thomas was going to get far. And now I'm like having to fill in a blank where Thomas stood and mm-hmm. could be Blake. I think he gets far actually. Um, you know, of course in all the previews, I'm always kind of um, investigative in terms of the previews when the they previews come out. The previews are the best part. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's such the best part. So, you know, we haven't been able to see him because, of course, they're not going to put him in previews uh, because they didn't want to give up the secret beforehand. But I would think he goes far. I mean, they seem like they have a lot of things in common just off off the bat um, in terms of humor and I think uh, humility and I really like them together. I don't know. I'm I'm bad at choosing, though, so. I'm probably wrong. I feel him. I feel him. I think he goes far. I will say this. uh, The worst thing these dudes can do is be super against him coming into the house now because I was on a season with Caitlin where Nick came back and like half the guys kind of put their foot down. Like we're going to be against this for no really good reason. Like that didn't really affect them that much. Right. Like they still were able to date Caitlin. They were still able to go like on -on one-on-ones. They were still able to get to know her. But instead, they cha- changed their focus to being like anti-Nick, which totally destroyed yeah. their... A lot of them. <laughs> the, a lot of them. So like, yeah. at this point, is it ideal that another guy's joining? No. Can you be a little upset about it and be like, that's that kind of bums me out because that kind of sends the message that she's not sold yet on you, maybe a little bit. Like, I can see where you take a little personal offense to that, but then just like be okay with it because it's not worth your time and it's going to end out how you want it to end out anyways. Um, but... Blake's coming on. I think he's around a while. And I think the guys, from what we see, get really upset. And I bet they ruin themselves in the process. They need somebody new because we had Cody and we had Carl. Then we had Thomas. And now they're looking for the next guy to vote off. What do they call it? In, in, uh, in Survivor. Survivor? Yeah. What do they call oh. it? The island? Yeah. Trying to they vote, vote off, off the, the island. island. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't uh-huh. get, you don't get the little peace pipe or whatever that thing is. Um, I have one more thing to say. I know. I know. I'm so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. You guys, how cute is Michael? Great. Oh, I love him. Oh, uh, what a masterpiece he is. He's man. like, he got so emotional talking to her. He's such a cutie pants. Now he should be the next bachelor. Oh, I think oh, he is. Uh, if seriously. he's not with her, I think it's a shoe in. I think. Yeah. And I think it's like 
a massive home run for the show if they make him the bachelor. Yeah, right? He's the bachelor we need. Oh, I love him. He has to bring his kid on the show. Although, like, logistically, I'm like, I don't see that happening with a child. But, um, yeah, he is. I love him. We've yeah. never had a widowed or widower be the we lead. Haven't. You're right. Wait, You're right. I thought we did. What? No, Jason Mesnick had brought um, I mean, on it, but he wasn't a widower. I guess Emily. What about Emily? Yeah, oh. they weren't married, but yes, very right. simple. Okay, you for know. the girls, but we haven't had a widow. Yeah. We gotta a get widow. a guy. Yeah, we gotta get a guy in there. I think he's great. I think I'm a huge Michael fan. If he becomes the Bachelor, uh, Michael, if you listen to this podcast or if it gets passed on to you, there's only one request I have. Selfishly, I want to talk to you. I want to meet you. <laughs> I, I want you to give me all of your life wisdom. Uh, speaking uh-huh. of life wisdom, again, Trista Sutter is <laughs> the very first Bachelorette. Uh, the the goat, the OG, uh, the OG in the best of ways. Uh, we have a podcast coming out next week that everybody listening here should go over and tune into. It was just uh, something incredible for me to be able to talk to Trista for so long about something so personal. Uh, Trista Sutter, thank you for coming on the Almost Famous podcast. Thank you for being ridiculous with us and breaking down this week's episode. You are incredible. Thank you. I, I love it with you guys anytime. I've loved my time with you always, always. So thank you so much for having me. So fun. Thank you. This week, we're very thankful for Trista Sutter for joining us for the, the breakdown of the episode. But now it's time for one of your favorites. Uh, it's Bachelor Headlines, and we're going to run through these quickly. There's a lot of them. Uh, Ashley is prepared and ready to go with them. The first one is Bachelorette Katie Thurston likes shady meme about frontrunner Greg Grippo. This according to us. Uh, now, Ashley, this is a big, big article because it's... This is my favorite hot topic this week. Yeah, so like it's hinting at a bunch of things. What do we know? What do you think? Like, We have to make some assumptions here. Okay, so we know that Greg, well, in, in, the, in the headline, it states he's a frontrunner. I would say he's the number one frontrunner right now. By far, yeah. Right? Well, Becca Martinez, she shared a she shared a meme of Greg from I guess it was last week. And it says when the guy next to you is getting interrogated about wanting to be the bachelor, aka Thomas, and you've got to pretend to be disgusted while hiding your acting career aspirations. And that's in reference to Greg having acting career aspirations now what's juicy about this is that katie liked this liked the meme on instagram on i think on instagram social media and then she unliked it oh like she was like oh can't be too obvious can't have fans see this unlike so to me that means that greg doesn't win this is a big deal and it's a big deal. You don't like a meme of somebody you care about, especially a one like this. So what it's hinting at, we don't know. I'm assuming we'll find out as the season progresses. And uh, uh, a little frustrating because I thought, you know, like, like Greg seemed seemed perfect in a lot of ways, right? He they seemed, seemed, yeah. they seemed like that bachelor 
it couple. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, Greg and Katie, they're going to be, they're a good one. Greg and Katie. We'll, we'll see if it happens. Uh, speaking of past bachelors though, this is, I thought this was hilarious. I'm going to share this headline just because I watched it and, and I hope Claire doesn't take offense to it because I, I don't think it was meant in this. It was just kind of funny. Uh, Juan Pablo uh, and daughter Camila uh, reenact his bachelor breakup <laughs> with Claire Crawley. Uh, Did you watch this? Yeah, it's like it's it's I thought it was cute. Yeah, I mean, that's totally that's nothing. You know, that's I hope she's not annoyed by that either. It's funny. It's like father daughter playtime. Yeah, super cute. Anyways, go out and check it out. It's pretty funny. Well, uh, big headline this week is. Uh, according to OK, which, you know, give or take a little bit, uh, <laughs> newly out bachelor Colton Underwood spotted cozying up to, I don't, is this Posse? Po- star? Pose? Pose star Johnny uh, Sibley on vacation in Mexico. So Colton, I mean, I guess from this article, it seems like he's moving on and out there dating. That's what they're trying to make it seem like, but I'm not really sure that there's anything here. Okay. I mean, this is truly an Instagram post, guys. Oh. Um, from I think Johnny. Wait, did Johnny even post one? Yeah. Okay. So Johnny posted a picture. Did Colton post a picture? I'm sure they did. Um, they're on vacation in Mexico, so yeah. I'm sure but like, they're-, they're in a big group. Oh no. Like, uh, yeah. But like. It's a big group, and he's, like, next to another reality star. So they're trying to make something out of it. We have nothing beyond that. They, like, they said they're close in the photo. They're, like, not kissing. They don't, like, have any romantic body language. Uh, but apparently they also were snapping uh, pics of them sipping margaritas and enjoying some chicken nuggets. Uh. So if you want to call that romance... I mean, I do find chicken nuggets to be some a, a way to my heart, you yeah, know. But <laughs> Johnny, you guys, is from yeah Pose, and he has a close to two hundred thousand Instagram followers. Well, hey, there you go. He's out there. They're out there. They're in Mexico, obviously having a good time. Well, final headline. Uh, oh, he's in hacks. Okay. Okay. So he's an actor. He's in that new show Hacks on HBO Max. It's actually really cute. I like that show. And he he plays. Um, I think he's the water guy. You'd have to watch the show, but he's it's cute. Well, final headline. I I bet it's cute. I bet it's awesome. <laughs> Go watch it. Uh, who knows what's happening in Mexico? We can't really make assumptions, but it's nice to see him having a good time. Well, final headline this week is Sean Lowe is boycotting the franchise over Chris Harrison's exit. Wife Catherine reveals this according to us. She just says that um, I'm watching the show. My husband is kind of boycotting it because of the Chris Harrison stuff, but I'm watching it to support the girls. It's been interesting. It's been an interesting season. It's just the beginning. I'm excited for Katie. Uh, not much there. It's not like Sean's commenting on it, but... He's stepping away. I can, you know, I can see him being doing. Yeah, I can, I can see, I can see him making this decision. 
Yeah, well, he's stepping away for a bit. Well, that's all the headlines we got this week. Quiet week in Bachelor Nation, which is always uh, something we should celebrate because it means that uh, all of us hooligans aren't doing anything too crazy. Well, uh, before we say goodbye to you this week, we do have a really special guest. One of our interns, Lauren, is on the line right now to tell us about her connection with one of the current cast members on this season of The Bachelorette. Lauren, you with us? Hi, yes, I am. Hello, Lauren. So we heard that Andrew, who I would say is a front runner, one of my favorites, was an instructor of yours. You see, what did he teach you? Andrew M was my water polo coach when I was 12. Well, wait, how old are you now? Uh, now I'm 19, almost 20. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So wait, what is water polo? What is water, water polo? polo? Uh, Ashley. <laughs> It's only really a big thing in California. So, um, but it's a water sport with the ball where you just like swim and you score goals into a net. Okay. So what do you know about Andrew? Um, so Andrew, actually, we didn't know who our coach was going to be when we were 12. Uh, and then when we found out that it was him, we were all Super excited because we thought that he was so cute and mm -hmm. he was so nice. One of the things that I remember about him is after our first practice, he knew every single girl on my team's name. So he was like very caring, very sweet. Um, we had the Junior Olympics, also not, we call it JOs. And after JOs, he had all of the players and our parents over to his house. Oh. And he, um, yeah, he said nice things about all of us. Uh, he was just such a great guy. Really love him. So definitely rooting for him on The Bachelorette. Do you feel like he is husband material? I do. Oh. He was always so good to um, all the kids on the team. He, We even, like, since we were so young, after every game we came up with cheers and chants and dances and he would get in the middle of them cheer with us dance with us he was so funny loved him so sweet yeah well, he's such a sweet guy so we're shipping andrew and katie or we're shipping andrew with somebody at some point in this franchise Definitely. we're on his team okay i like that it doesn't change doesn't change my perspective of the guy i kind of liked him already but now yeah now I'm all in. Well, hey, Lauren, thank you for joining us uh, on your first appearance in the Almost Famous podcast. I know this is such a nerve-wracking experience to come on here and have to talk to Ashley. I have to do it every day. I get it. But uh, we're thankful for you. Uh, well, with all of that, we want to thank you once again to Trista Sutter. Thank you, Lauren, for joining us. Uh, and uh, as always, thank you, Ashley, for jumping on And as board. always, thank you, Ben. Oh, that's sweet. Hey, uh, we'll be back next week to break down another episode of Katie's season of The Bachelorette. We'll be back right here, same time, same place. But before we do, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 